Hey friends, welcome to the Retro Game Guys podcast and the seventh episode of our second season. I'm your host, Dustin, and I'm joined by my two good friends, the retro gaming guru, Zach. Rock and roll! And the infrequent gamer, Alex. That's me. That's right. We're recording this episode live once again from the AFK XP Tech and Game Center in downtown Campbell, California. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. Uh, but let's first kick off with a few updates there, Zach. Sure thing. Well, as Dustin said, welcome to the live Sonic the Hedgehog Woo-hoo. podcast, a movie celebration. <laughs> All right. Uh, the lucky people in this room are getting free tickets to join us for a private screening of the new Sonic movie right after this podcast. You guys yes. stoked or what? Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, right. That's right. Frankie in the cheap seats, you stoked? <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> Frankie Cheap Seats, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we gave them all free tickets uh, so they'd actually sit through this uh, podcast. And you're that's buying all the, the drinks, only reason right? I'm right. what? Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. only reason I'm here. So only water and soda, oh, right? Okay. Bribery is a wonderful thing, guys. By the way, right, right. Uh, Dustin, Alex, have you guys ever been to a private private uh, movie screening? Because I I haven't. Do, do we get to do whatever we want? Like throw popcorn at the screen or correct? So, so yes. here's a random thing. I've actually been to a private movie screening at the movie theater that we're going to do this. Interesting. At. Uh, before it was Prune Yard Cinemas. Something else before that. Camera Seven, I think it was. And uh, my buddy uh, Steve, who you know, yes, uh, is a big w- spaghetti western fan and got a fresh print of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And back then, you could rent the theater out and just like if you if you brought the print in, they would play it. Oh wow! And so we got wow. to watch The Good, The Bad, The Ugly on a big screen pizza party. It was awesome. So That's much cool. fun. Yeah, the closest I've ever been to like something that felt like a uh, private screening was like when the Star Wars movie premiered and everyone was dressed <laughs> up and all that kind of stuff. Who went to see a Star Wars premiere? Uh, yeah, who who stood in line I, all I have, night? I have yeah. went to, to Star Wars. I went to Star Trek premiere. Half went to <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek Generations? Generations? No, no, no. The J.J. Abrams, the one that oh, I worked yeah. on. Yeah. 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 You did? Then, yeah. yeah. And then the Batman, uh, Batman and Robin premiere, too. You didn't talk about that in your uh, solo podcast, your film history. Listen, I got to keep going. some things under cover. All right. Well, speaking of uh, film, it's going to be fun tonight. We're going to have a good time. Right, guys? Fun? All right. There we go. All right. Cheap seats. Cheap seats. Frankie cheap seats. And of course, wanted to say thank you to all of our friends who helped make this special night happen. David and Eric at AFK XP, Tech and Game Center, Level Up Arcade yep, yep. and Gastro Pub, yep. Rudy at the Retrofix Game Shop, and Prune Yard Cinemas here in Campbell. Thank you guys very much. Yeah, thank, yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Another updates. Uh, we also wanted to send our appreciation to everyone who's listened to our last episode on <laughs> SimCity for the SNES. Shh, I don't want to be reminded of that. <laughs> Uh, people seem to really like that episode, by the way, guys. And I think it maybe it had something to do with uh, us choking on Vegemite. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, and, and not actually us. having not to, us. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I choked quite a bit on that. We had to stop the podcast a few times actually to collect ourselves. <laughs> you uh, keep saying ourselves. Like you, the, Alex and I were fine. No, this guy with the schmear over here. <laughs> no, not the li- a light not the schmear. schmear. No, 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 you no. have Vegemite, remember, light schmear. Just this dude thought like Vegemite it. was grape jelly. Yeah. Yeah. It was not. Uh, <laughs> listener Rob D basically almost stopped the podcast completely. <laughs> Completely, at least stop me. Uh, yeah, I'll never eat that much again. But anyway, another highlight of the episode, and spoilers here, after he taunted me for weeks yeah. that he was going to end my score competition win streak, yeah. Dustin failed, and I repeat, failed yeah, thank absolutely. You. to build a yes. bigger city. I don't, need, I don't need your help, Alex. A you bigger did. city than I did in SimCity. Yeah. In fact, Dustin, you even got beaten by Alex, that's the right. frequent if I I remember, gamer. I did, because yeah. you guys played cheating modes, but that's fine. Hmm, well, I think we did some research. <laughs> well, we did, and actually, you threw uh, quite a tantrum, did you not, Dustin? Oh, you I, had I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. To record about. something? Well, um, I went back, and I actually listened to the <laughs> nice. raw recording of our SimCity episode. <laughs> 
I'm cringing. I don't don't know that I want to hear this. Um, And uh, I want to know from our audience here, and Frankie Cheap Seats, would you guys (laughs) like to hear what happened after we, quote unquote, stopped recording and hear Dustin's true reaction to our last episode? How about that? You want to hear it? (laughs) All right, here we go. We're going to play it here. Here we go. All right, guys, for the retro game guys, Zach and Alex here in the room, JP at home, I'm Dustin saying game on. Until next time, friends. God damn it. So mad about you. So mad at you. Oh, man. Damn it. I'm disappointed. No, I mean, like, here's the thing. I purposely (laughs) made the conscious decision to not. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to what you say here. With just... Being somebody who's played SimCity for a long time. Took the wrong game to be magnanimous on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, That's kinda, true, man. Thank I mean, you. come on. You were calling it out like we were Babe Ruth. <sighs> yeah. You know? Well, Dustin, in, in fairness, you did do a little bit better when you got home, did you not? Yeah, yeah so, with, our, with our help. That's right. No, yeah, with our help. He's a cheater. I'm yeah. cheated. So, uh, so after sulking a bit, I, I went home and I decided to play what I would consider a, a, a cheater's run, yeah. like you guys did. So I did one hour, donut-shaped development, no roads, only tracks, That's right. which I would never do other than I wanted to beat you guys. Uh my first playthrough doing that, uh, doing it that way was 70,880, that which beat Zach's no, score no by 10,000 points. That's close. What uh, do they say about being close? Now, uh, hand horseshoes and hand grenades, right? To admit, I, I know it doesn't count as winning the episode or anything, but I feel better knowing that I'm still the best Sim City player at the table. Whatever, mm, whatever way, okay. whatever way you guys fools want to play it. If you set, if you say here's how I play it, I'll still beat you. Mm. Okay, listen. If you haven't heard the Sim City <laughs> episode, go listen and, and, and sure. judge for yourself. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's hey, not man. true. Where we're going. We yeah. don't need roads. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. All and right. uh, lastly, while, while we're on the topic of SimCity, and as I posted to our social, social it out, uh, <sighs> I ended up purchasing, purchasing the crazy collectible that we mentioned in our last episode. That's right. I got a copy right here of SimCity 1.0, the first version of the game for the, the Commodore 64. And it's on a five and a quarter inch five floppy. And a quarter. Don't touch that little part right there. Yeah, remember, yeah. remember that. An actual floppy. Oh uh, yeah, and, and if you Alex, guys keep your comments to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and if you guys don't know what a floppy is, just think it's it's kind of like a save button. Right? <laughs> it's it a 3D like print of right. a save button. I saw that on a, a cartoon the other day. Like, yeah. check it out. I have a 3D print of a right. save button. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah. So and getting the game here was a and if you know you get a game, you got to get the system that you, to play it on. Of right? course, of course, right? <laughs> yeah. So we've talked about the C64 in previous episodes. So I went ahead and got a C64 complete with a disc drive. And also a data set which uh, plays games off audio cassettes. <laughs> nice, pretty wild, ridiculous. So I sent Dustin. I sent you a picture of yeah. like the manuals and stuff I got with the game, and you you pointed something out, did you not? Yeah. So I'm looking at the pictures of your manual, and it just the manual just kind of casually walks through the steps it takes to get the game running, right? So basically, you turn the computer on, put the tape in the deck, you type load quote baseball quote comma one comma one, and press enter. So. Not too crazy, simple so far. Right. Then the last line of step three is, quote, the game will load in 12 minutes. Nice. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, 12 minutes? That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Well, there, that format was popular in Europe, so maybe they just went and made a T or something. You know, came, <laughs> made a T. Wow, yeah. yeah. You, international man of mystery over here. Right. I went and made a T. Made a T. I'm sure that's what, exactly what they say and how, they, how it sounds, right? T, real uh, gray, but, hot. Yeah, but, <laughs> but today we're not talking about reference. a game. They, yeah, there you Star go. Star Trek reference. So. Uh, <laughs> Everything's a Star Trek yeah. reference for you. Uh, today, we're not talking about a game that takes 12 minutes to load, are we not? Nope. 
Uh, and the character move does not move slow at all. No. So why don't we mm -hmm. get on with that, shall we? Back to you, Dustin. All right. Thank you, Zach. Just one last quick note for me to wrap up our updates and recognize a couple of countries showing our podcast some love from around the world. So welcome to those of you listening in from South Africa and India. Wow. Gre greetings, and I hope you've been enjoying our little corner of retro gaming fun. All right. India. Impressed. Yeah, it's pretty cool. India, wow. home of uh, Dalsim from Street Fighter 2. <laughs> really? Yeah. Again, with the Street Fighter... Every country, it's like, hey, it's it's somebody else. Where's the golden god to put him in his place? Right, right. <laughs> What's happening? It's going to pop out. We say every time you say Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 2, like, right. yeah. show you, Zach. We'll show you. All right. Let's uh, Now let's get into the show. For this Ooh. episode, we're covering the lightning-fast platformer Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Genesis. And if you'd like to give Sonic the Hedgehog a play before listening to the rest of this episode, well, there are a ton of different options. Right. There's, of course, the original Genesis cartridge. Uh, if you don't have that at home, the cartridge loose will run you about 10 bucks. Uh, it's about 20 for one complete inbox with a manual. Oddly, I had Sonic 2, but not Sonic 1, so I, had to, I was one of those people who plunked down 20 for CIB, as we call it. Yeah, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is also available on iOS and Android devices. It's uh, free to download and play. Uh, if you want to get rid of the ads, it's uh, two bucks. And uh, it's also available for four bucks on the PS3, five bucks on Xbox Live, five bucks on uh, Steam for Mac and PC. Did I mention there's a ton <laughs> of options here? You could find it just on the ground. Uh, it's there, you know, just Sonic around. is everywhere. Uh, one, a uh, couple last uh, places you can find it. If you go back in the archive a bit, there were also ports of the game released for the Game Boy Advance, mm -hmm. the SD, uh, 3DS, and the Wii Virtual Console. Wow. All right, so uh, <laughs> moving on. No, this, no Commodore 64? I, I, I didn't find that one. Oh, I didn't dang. dig that one out of, the, right. out of the pile there. I'll keep looking. <laughs> All right. In this Sonic the Hedgehog episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. Episode? Opposite, thank you. <clears throat> I was trying to move through that. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, Zach will take us through the history of the game. We'll hear about memories of the game from our community and the game guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Don't do overs. You trip me up. It's live. Yeah. Look, he takes a drink. Away. Look, he's still mad about that whole SimCity thing. Yeah, right? it's His a, blood pressure is still high from uh, that. Damn it. It doesn't help that the TV behind me is is like doing like I'm I'm doing this podcast from the Vegas Strip. It's mm -hmm. like oh, it's reflecting off of yeah. colors, but I'll get through it. Uh, memories you of see the game. Have you seen this stage before? I don't think you probably. <laughs> oh my god! I've, I've beaten this game, just not recently. Sure. Um, <laughs> we'll hear about memories of the game from our community and the guys in the room. Uh, we'll chat about our experiences replaying the game, and we'll also see who comes in uh, second to Zach this month in the score competition. That's probably right. Alex. Basically, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick peek at the world of collecting with this month's crazy collectible and we'll wrap with our retro game giveaway where two people will win an original copy of Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. And if you want to win our next retro game giveaway like last episode's winner Rue from the Retro Room Rue 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 uh, follow at Retro Game Guys on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Before each episode we ask for your memories of our featured game and we pick the winner from those responses. Now to kick off this episode, here's Zach to give us a bit of the background, history, and interesting facts about Sonic the Hedgehog. All right, thank you, sir. You're so welcome. we first met Sonic the Hedgehog in 1991 with the aptly titled Sonic the Hedgehog game, yeah, or they get that title, right? <laughs> uh, and that was released for the 16-bit Sega Genesis system. A show of hands are who had a Genesis back in the day? Yeah, yep. like 90%. Well. <laughs> Frank of Cheap Seats, you had one? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, Sonic is a 2D, uh, 2D side-scrolling platform game, and it featured a unique main character, a blue hedgehog with red sneakers that could run fast, jump high, and he could also spin into a ball to attack enemies and speed through loops and tubes, which was a fun part of the game. In Sonic, uh, the, the name of the game is all of, it's all about speed. Mm. We'll keep talking about speed throughout this right, episode. Right. Now, to set the scene a little bit, 
Uh, when Sonic came out in 1991, platformer games were very popular. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers series on the NES had set a standard for the genre, and there were many top-notch platformers at the time. I mean, including a bunch of games we've played before, yeah. Castlevania, yeah, yeah, yeah. Contra, and even uh, Strider. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> game. Right. <laughs> now, uh, Sega was well-poised to take advantage of the platformer trend. They had managed to get a head start on Nintendo in the 16-bit era with their next-gen Genesis system coming out. I didn't know this until recently, but Genesis hit the market two full years before the Super NES hmm. in both J Japan and America. But remember, Sega was the underdog here. They're taking on the mighty Nintendo, who dominated the video game market for years with the NES. Uh, to beat the big end, Sega needed a killer app platformer. So at the time, their strategy was more about pumping out faithful arcade ports. So games like Golden Axe, Ghouls and Ghosts, and um, a game I'm not a big fan of, Altered Beast. <laughs> what are uh, you talking about? Yeah. It's a fantastic game. It's a, not <laughs> it was a great game. I don't know. I don't know. When we did Altered Beast that episode, the whole time I was just like shaking my head. Like, I can't believe this. Did pretty good, though. I yeah, there you, go. there you go. But that arcade port strategy wasn't going to work in the long run. Uh, so when Sega's supposed flagship game, Alex Kidd in Enchanted Castle, failed to get them the sales numbers they were looking for, surprise, surprise, uh, they realized that they needed a stronger character to really take on Nintendo. But, I mean, like, Alex Kidd in Enchanted Castle. <laughs> I mean, did, you, did they really think that was going to be, like, their best game ever? Um, one of the battle techniques in that game, by the way, is playing rock, paper, scissors. Like, so one of the main battle techniques. Right. And the guy's name was Alex. I mean, well, who would... <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> fail. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors is a fun game, guys. Yeah, Ocean repeatedly. In the middle of a fight. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Never played it. Well, anyway, Sega decided that they, needed, they had to assemble a rock star team to make a Nintendo killer. To program Sonic, they put Yuji Naka on the project, who had wowed his employers with his work on 1987's Fantasy Star for the Sega Master System. Um, and I, by the way, I love Fantasy Star 2. Has anyone played Fantasy Star 2 before the Genesis? So, yeah, so awesome. Uh, Mr. Naka also created an impressive tech demo showing a method to move sprites smoothly around curves on the screen. I wonder what that would be used for right? later mm, in the game. Weird. Yeah. Uh, for character design, Sega called in another name from Fantasy Star, Mr. Naoto Oshima. Uh, and while Yuji Naka's tech demo was cool, it was literally just a smooth moving ball. So Sega knew that Oshima could bring that ball to life. Mm -hmm. uh, Sega then needed a solid planner to create the, the wonderful stages of Sonic. Now this guy wasn't an all-star like Naka and Oshima, but Hirokazu Yasuhara, how am I doing on the Japanese? Wow, today, by the I, way? I'm yeah. impressed. I was waiting for this Thank last you. one. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> so, so I threw a couple more in later, though, so yeah. we'll see if you trip it up. I changed them all to phonetic spelling <laughs> up out here. Yeah, a lot of hyphens and stuff. Well, anyway, uh, Hiro, see, now I screwed it up. <laughs> you get cocky, this is what happens. Yeah, exactly. Hirokazu Yasuhara was absolutely the man for the job. So, one of the Genesis games he had worked on was the action adventure game. Fatal Labyrinth, oh. which owes a lot of uh, gratitude to uh, one of, you, I know, your favorite games, Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. That, that game it, it even had a mechanism where your health constantly depleted like yeah, Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. It, it, it's, it was totally my, my kind of game. Very, very simple, very fun, yeah. Fatal Labyrinth doesn't sound very hopeful for the player, does it? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> where does this leave? Oh, just the Fatal Labyrinth. Yeah, don't worry, don't about, worry it. about it. After you. <laughs> <laughs> so as Sonic, you race through seven zones, collecting golden rings and avoiding enemies and obstacles. Your quest is to defeat the evil Dr. Robotnik, an evil scientist who had imprisoned animals and turned others into robots that attack Sonic. And it's cool when you defeat enemies, they turn back into the animals, I guess they were yeah. before, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, um, Now, in Japan, Dr. Robotnik was named Dr. Eggman. Cuckoo-cuckoo. There you go. Uh, later Sonic games would actually incorporate the Eggman name as a nickname for the doctor. Hey, you Eggman, basically. 
Um, now, while Sonic is speeding through the levels, it's only a matter of time until he runs into an enemy or an obstacle. And this is where the game's inventive damage system comes in. So if Sonic gets hit, he drops his rings. And if Sonic gets hit while his uh, ring counter is zero, what happens? He just, he kind of goes, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I guess I'm done. Uh, yep. But there's some off screen. I know. There's some. It makes like a boom sound. Yeah. Too. Just yeah. Yeah, the sound of his bones being crushed. <laughs> uh, but there's <laughs> wow. Yeah. We went dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, blood The blood curdling. No. No. Yeah. We'll talk about that. There was actually we're not, we didn't get into this in the script, but there's actually a little bit in the book Console Wars. I don't know if you guys have heard of that book. It talks a lot about great how Sega came together. Great book. Yeah. They talked about how. Japan did want to make it more of a serious game, and he Sonic was a little more menacing looking, and I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted blood in that version. But <laughs> right, well, it's almost like the movie how they had to kind of. It's like the first version it. of the movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. yeah. Look at the teeth. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cover your kid's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but there's some good news. Uh, when Sonic drops his, drops his rings, they spread all over the screen in dramatic fashion, and there's a chance that if you chase the drop rings, you can recover a few. And I know that you've all capped, dropped a ring, picked it up again, dropped that same ring, picked it up again. It's kind yeah. of a uh, it's a nice way to recover. Uh, as long as you only, as long as you have one ring in your possession, you can uh, keep taking damage. But even with rings, Sonic can still lose a life by falling into pits, being crushed, or drowning in the water levels. Oh, and womp. the water levels, <laughs> any water levels, they're like ice levels in video games, right, just the worst. Right. Now, Sega wanted Sonic to borrow a little bit from uh, Mario games, like the best parts of like Mario and popular platformers, but not too much because Sonic needed to feel different and really exciting. Now, where most of uh, Mario's levels were flat and blocky, Sonic's levels were multiple screens high. They're full of hills and ramps. And Sonic moved way faster than Mario ever did. Yeah. Now, with the push of the control pad, Sonic's legs would turn into a blur, and the screen would scroll at a frantic pace. At times, it feels like, like the screen can't keep up with him. Totally. You know? And Sonic would also run upside down through loops, and at certain levels, even ricochet off pinball bumpers. Sonic was indeed something really interesting and cool. Mm -hmm. And I know, say again, going back to console wars, when they were developing the game, they knew they had something special. That's awesome, yeah. Now, the music was composed by a Japanese rock star. That's right, bassist Masato Nakamura from the J-pop group Dreams Come True. <laughs> Everyone what, no knows. fans of Dreams Come <laughs> True, oh, Frankie? No. no. <laughs> I didn't know, don't worry, I didn't know them either. But he composed the soundtrack. And Nakamura would later go on to produce films, uh, or music for films, rather, and uh, including this wonderful hit, Sleepless in Seattle, which, Dustin, I know it's one of your favorites. No, no, it's not my favorite movie or one of my favorites at all, but I, I do have to admit I had a hell Come of a on. crush on uh, Meg Ryan back in the day. Uh, Come on. <laughs> Come on. Really? Come I on. may have even uh, created a webpage on my tripod of course site you did. dedicated Whoa. to Meg Ryan. Did. Wow. <laughs> hey, we're going down yeah. deep in the archive here. Tripod.com slash Meg Ryan fan. Yeah, pretty, yeah. I don't know, slash like dust, a tilde dust ball <laughs> wow. slash Meg Ryan or something. That like sounds that. like a shipping Meg Ryan. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You've got mail, dude. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All wow. Right. You can't uh, believe when, it. When Harry met Meg. Dude, Sorry. I got you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well, after its release in 1991, Sonic the Hedgehog became a smash hit for the Sega Genesis and would grow into one of the most popular video game franchises of all time. Yeah. Uh, Sonic was a game that finally established Sega as a leader in the 16-bit console wars from about 91 to 93. Uh, but Nintendo would soon drop its own mega game, Donkey Kong Country. I see your Sonic and raise you a Donkey Kong Country in 1994, which would help the big end pull ahead and eventually win the console war, the 16-bit console war anyway. And that's, well, until the PlayStation caught fire, but that's a different Whole story. Whole different story. Whole different story. Um, since the first Sonic's game's release, this is crazy, over 140 million copies <laughs> of Sonic games have been sold. That's so crazy. People like Sonic, I think. A little bit. 
Just to or or are they they're being tortured and they have right. to buy them they for have some reason. To. Sonic's I, going around to their houses like boy my game. Or I'll show you my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <My> strangely human teeth. <laughs> now, following the success of the first Sonic game, a few direct sequels will be released for the Sega Genesis, uh, including Sonic 2. We have one copy here on the table which introduced Sonic's pal, Tails, who just continues to die over and over. Uh, Sonic 3. <laughs> but, he, but he always comes down with a little helicopter yeah. tail. Hi, here I Hi, am. Hi, I'm Bye. back. <laughs> back in the, <laughs> the dead again. Yeah. Uh, there's, Son- there's Sonic 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles, which, again, we have here on the table for everybody. Uh, Sonic & Knuckles was cool because it was a special cartridge, yeah. and you could open the top and plug in Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 and play as Knuckles. So it kind of brought those old, the infrequent gamers like, oh, what? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty what neat. you're talking pretty about. Well, so Sega, cool. Sega was like the king of, let's put something on right. top of another thing. <laughs> right. Like, let's see how high we can stack yes. this thing. <laughs> and the big joke is what? Sega CD on the bottom, yeah. Genesis connected. 32X. 32X, and then Sonic and Knuckles, and then, <laughs> and the then Sonic and and it just tips up. over like a domino. <laughs> yeah. They even, for the Japanese market, for the, when we talked about this on our uh, quick play for the Sega Genesis Mini, uh, they didn't release it in America, but for the Sega Genesis uh, Mini in Japan, they did a mini version of the, that tower. That's right. That Sega tower. So you could get the CD, the 32X, the Sonic and Knuckles thing going on in miniature. And no one looked at that and said, this is not a good strategy. <laughs> So uh, Sonic would then make the jump to 3D uh, with the Sega Dreamcast, um, and that was Sonic Adventure, a game I think some people would love here. Yeah, yeah, woo, yeah. And uh, of course, many other Sonic games would follow. Sonic games are still being released today. Uh, There's games on the Switch, PS4, there's Sonic Forces, which a lot of people love, Sonic Mania. Um, And what's crazy to me is, you know, growing up during the console wars of the 90s, um, I never thought I would see Sonic and Mario in the same game together. It's just, it's nuts. But they still make Sonic and Mario games. There's like the Olympics games. There's even a new one for Tokyo. Yep. Uh, I've uh, got the demo on my Switch. Yeah, and uh, Sonic is in uh, Smash, Smash Brothers. We yep. have uh, Amiibo here at the table. So this is like, again, it's, it's kind of surreal yeah. if you think about it. Um, Sonic Generations is another game that when I posted about it on, on Twitter, people were just kept saying, you got to play Sonic Generations because it mixes both 2D and 3D. It's kind of best of, best of both worlds. That's cool. <laughs> I posted one morning. It was really early. I just posted... Sonic, like 2D or 3D, and it set off this whole war of like <laughs> 2D people and 3D people, and the truce was, well, we both love Sonic Generations. Okay, cool. Like, you know, crisis averted. Is, it, is that like Super Paper Mario, like for that idea of like, it's kinda that's, like the, that's the kind of uh, bridging the kinda, gap? Yeah, it's like uh, if you play Mario Odyssey, you kind of jump into 2D and in, back into 3D. Uh, okay. It's kind of yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, Sonic the character would also branch out into other media like cartoons, toys, memorabilia, Sonic Universe would also come to include other characters like his pal Tails, we mentioned earlier, Knuckles the Echidna. What the heck is an Echidna? I think it's Echidna, but okay. Echidna? Okay. <laughs> I, I trust you on that one. And his friend Amy Rose. I love how it's Tails, Knuckles, and Amy, Amy Rose. Rose. <laughs> so nice. Uh, some trivia about Tails, by the way. Do you know his real name is Miles Prower? Like oh, Miles boy. Prower. That's... Did you write his name? <laughs> That's a Zach level That's only something I would do. Hey, guys, I have an idea of what to name him. What I country will. do you come from, India? Yeah. <laughs> Dalsim. As long as you stay away, you know, Dalsim is a little okay. slow. As hey, long hey, as you hey, stay hey, away. You, we, you spe- fi- we spent three and a half hours on Street Fighter 2 already. We did. <laughs> Moving we on. Did. And I crushed the golden god. All right. What, that uh, was the only uh, time. That's true. He, I kicked <laughs> my butt here. Well, after continue, <laughs> in continuing Sonic's rise in media, we now have the mixed live action and animation Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And guess, and guess what, guys? We're going to see that movie tonight for free. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. All right. Now, this movie has had its share of controversy. 
Uh, it ended up getting delayed three months after the first trailers uh, <laughs> that people saw. They sent like sent like nerds into a frenzy. Oh here. my gosh! We like we talked about the basic character design for Sonic was was just, not great. Just bad. The teeth again frightened small children. <laughs> the hair, his legs, Ugh. like they were they just weirdly proportioned. Just, and someone like I think you said that Dustin, when we first saw it. You're like. Who signed off on this? I, I don't understand why they thought that was good. I can understand changing the character design because it's, you know, 30 years later, but they changed it into something god-awful. I don't understand why they would go, yeah, that that's good. Let's go print that. <laughs> make sure to make Sonic uh, not look like Sonic. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, at all. Well, I, I kind of like the new design. I think it's cool. It's more cartoony. It's more friendly. Um, and I hope it's entertaining. I hope it's good. I'm just crossing my fingers, I, you know? It's probably not going to be good. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, video game movies don't exactly have the no. best track record. Uh, so personally, I'm just hoping to get with some of that vintage 90s Jim Carrey acting. Yeah. Those trailers, cool. I see. I saw that, and like I could see that kernel of like, uh, Fire Marshal Bob and those kind of like Bill, just yeah. Fire Marshal, sorry, Bob, Fire Marshal Bill, <laughs> whatever, you know, just a B. Uh, but yeah, that, that kernel of that 90s, like just yeah. uh, J Jim Carrey madness. And I'm that's mm -hmm. all I'm hoping I for. I don't follow movies that closely, but has it been a while since Jim Carrey's been in a movie or? Not like, necessarily since he's been in a movie, but since he's been that. Real so, sort of side note, somebody, uh, they for this uh, movie, he was doing a, a uh, you know, the media stuff. And he he was talking about his time on uh, the Grinch, and that parents oh, right. will parents yeah. will see him as the Grinch, and and say point to their kids that's the Grinch, and he in live like curled his face up like the Grinch, like and he, not in makeup or anything, and just went like you know like did it's something I forget what the cool, the line was, but like you just saw that rubber face Jim Carrey mm -hmm. again, and it was just mm -hmm. it. It just took me back. So that's all I'm hoping for this wow. movie. Maybe well, a maybe a bourbon over the theater. That's I do think it. there's one safe bet. It's going to be better than the Super Mario Brothers movie that <laughs> yes. we got in the nineties. Oh I think come that's, on, that's a safe one. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. No, that was God. <laughs> I want the Koopas. Yeah, <laughs> I watched that like a couple years ago, and I was like, why do I feel like pulling my eyeballs out of my socket <laughs> and throwing them out the window? Anyway, well that, right. well, that wraps up the history segment. And now, to help us learn more about the game, here are five ridiculously interesting facts. Ridiculously interesting facts. About Sonic the Hedgehog, number one. Now, Sonic wasn't always a hedgehog. Did you know that? Was he an itchnader or whatever itch you call it? Itchnader? <laughs> All right, well, before Sega landed on the spiny animal as a hero of the game, several, several other types of characters were considered. Now, no one has a complete list, but we've heard that Sonic could have been a rabbit, hmm. a type of warrior, All right. a clown, uh, Send in the clowns. A, a human character with Bart Simpson-like hair. Which he kind of almost has. A small porcupine. Closer. <laughs> Closer. A, a, a chicken with an attitude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got it. I got it, guys. I, got, yeah, yeah. A ch I, I can just Wait. see the boardroom. Like it's like that. that there's that famous <laughs> meme of from there's a, it's always sunny yeah. in Philadelphia. The guy yeah. with the yeah. like here we I got uh, it, guys. Chicken it's with a chicken with an attitude. Yeah. I like like chicken, and then they pull something down with, that. with an attitude. <laughs> I was gonna say no to the chicken, but you got me. I think you have a couple more though. That I, might. <laughs> this one's even worse, better, worse, better. Uh, a wolf wearing an American flag T-shirt. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Living in America. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes out with the sunglasses. I, you know what the kids would love? <laughs> a, wolf a wolf in an American flag t-shirt. Woo! That screams uh, <laughs> Spuds McKenzie. That, oh, oh, 
right? Wow, you're taking That's it back. Right. You're taking it. Yeah, there you go. You know what's funny is the last idea is pretty close. Uh, or a bulldog. There you go. There it yeah. is. Hey, yeah. bulldog. Kind of wish we got the wolf with the that wolf. Uh, <laughs> that, that's still viable. I would trade. I would trade tails for the wolf. With the I American don't want flag the. T-shirt. I don't want the wolf with the American flag T-shirt. I want the Hollywood version of that. You know, not Holly, like Hollywood Hogan, and, <laughs> and the, the wolf in the black shirt. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> All right, number two. Sonic's red boots were inspired by the King of Pop, Michael Jackson. That's All right. right. All right. Huh. Now the character designer for Sonic borrowed from several pop icons to create Sonic's likeness, including Felix the Cat's head. No one remembers Felix the Cat. By I the way. do. Felix the Cat. Oh yeah. Oh, was that sure. 80s or 70s? No, that was earlier than that. Old are yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> are you right? He's I'm the, the oldest person. No, wait. Zach's the oldest person in the team. No, that's right. You're the one that loves Meg, Meg I, Ryan. I'm yeah, the one that saw his hair. <laughs> I have it. It's just under this band right here. <laughs> uh, he also borrowed from Mickey Mouse's body and uh, Michael Jackson's boots from the Bad album. All right. Pretty cool. I'm bad. Right. And uh, speaking of Michael Jackson, apparently he was a huge fan of Sonic. And there's a theory that he worked on the music for 1994 Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Uh, this was confirmed by a couple of the game's music composers and someone from the Michael Jackson camp also said he did. Now, Michael Jackson went uncredited, though, and no one is sure why. Some people have said that Michael Jackson wasn't happy with the sound of the Genesis's audio. Hmm. This doesn't sound like the records I put out yeah, for right. some reason. Um, and others think that Sega scrubbed him from the game after he was hit with allegations that we all remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson is also in two other Sega games that I know of. There's Michael Jackson. Well, there's Jack- one very obvious one. Right. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. That's <laughs> uh, pretty obvious. Right there. Uh, which isn't a cheap game, by the way. It's Gosh, no. a couple of bucks. Gosh, no. I put that in my wish list, and uh, then I was looking at the the, uh, the the prices. I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't want to play three figures for a game, no. that, a game that I've never played before." And so. when you buy Genesis games, you almost have to buy them in the case with the manual because it did look so great together. We've they talked do, about before. They do. And get this: Michael Jackson is also a hidden character in Ready to Rumble t- Boxing Two. <laughs> On the Dreamcast and PS2. Um, but you know what's funny is his voice sounds like this. I'm ready. You know, it's like it's not even like Michael Jackson. It's crazy. Like, yeah, that seems like you just get beat up. Yeah, it's like gla- uh, Flamingo Joe. That game's crazy. Check it out, by the way. It's cool. Number three. In the early days of video gaming, memory was expensive, and the space on a cartridge was very limited. Uh, but this didn't keep programmers from trying to do cool things with the space that they did have. And we talked about this quite a bit in our Pitfall episode, as you guys remember. David Crane, that badass guy, squeezing Pitfall! In, pitfall! Picky, uh, he squeezed Pitfall into like four kilobytes of data or, or memory or something crazy yeah, like yeah. that. In the case of Sonic, Sega spent a whopping 12% of the game's memory on just one feature. Any guesses on what that feature is? Uh, yeah, you cheated. He's got, you he's cheated. Got, he's got, you're got. right. <laughs> yeah, the Sega. That was like 12 percent. 12 percent of the, right of the memory on just that. But but if you say to me, if someone just comes up to me and says Sonic, just says that word, I'll go Sega. Like that is in really? just embedded in my head. Or I'll go Sega. Sega. That was, that was the one I remember. One. That's Sega. a different one. That's true. Yeah. Number four, Sonic the Hedgehog was actually released for the 8-bit Sega Master System. Yeah. Now, for our younger listeners or watchers, this was the 8-bit console that originally went head-to-head with Nintendo's NES. And get this, the Master System Sonic is actually really damn well, good. And it's probably the version that Alex played, right? It's, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> there, what, what game was, was that? Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. We had a whole Streets of Rage episode. Talked about it for a month. 
we start talking about our playthroughs, and Alex is like, that's funny. That doesn't look like the game I played. <laughs> Come to find out, he played the Master System version of Street to Rage. Which was still an awesome version yeah, of great. the game. It and just wasn't yeah. what we were playing. I think that's when you earned your nickname of the infrequent game. Like, you can't even pick the right cartridge. That's fine. So. I played it. <laughs> what was funny was the next episode we did Pitfall, we actually sent him a picture of the cartridge. Like, this game, dude. This, this game. This game. Yeah. yeah relax. Well, the, <laughs> now, the 8-bit version differs a bit from its 16-bit brother. There's different levels, stage layouts. There's fewer range, which kind of sucks. Uh, and unfortunately, there's more water levels. Yeah. Like, oh, God, again, I hate water levels. But overall, it's a really fun game to play. Um, and Alex, I'm not sure if you remember this, mm. but I picked up my copy of the Master System version when we went on the retro road trip. I remember. Uh, was it you know, a few months ago now? Yep. Uh, and if you guys want to hear the stories of Alex and I hitting up a bunch of retro stores up and down the California coast. Oh, the memories. Including my misadventures with a heavy-handed housekeeper. Check out. Wow, that sounds that, bad. That actually, sounds like, I didn't, that's, that's not what it. I, that's, I uh, that, that sounds very. That sounds very like letters to penthouse. Yeah. A little bit. My wife's no. actually probably watching now. This is really bad. Anyway, check out the Batman episode, season one, episode eighteen. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And number five, the movie that we're going to see later tonight is not the first Sonic movie. Mm-hmm. Whoa! So in 1996, two 30-minute anime episodes were produced for the Japanese market, titled Journey to Eggman Land. Just rolls off the tongue. Mm. And Sonic versus Metal Sonic. Metal Sonic. <laughs> Now, three years later, in 1999, an American company got the rights to those episodes, uh, spliced them together. Oh, there's and, me picking my nose again. You did it. You did it. You wiped your face. Good rule. Oh, thinking of this. Meg I Ryan. Hate Meg I Ryan. hate television. Yeah, <laughs> now, the DVD was released in time to coincide with the launch of Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast, but sadly, if you want a copy, it's not cheap. I looked on eBay, and DVDs are listed at 60 to 100 bucks. I don't know about you guys. Would you guys pay 100 bucks for a DVD? Like... Uh, Listen, I'm sure you could rip it. I'm sure you could find it online. Are you kidding me? I know what kind of DVDs you've paid hundred dollars for. But come on, <laughs> they were from Japan, also. They were signed. And that was five ridiculously interesting facts about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> All right, thank you. The Seth. fox with the American flag T-shirt. You're living in them. All right. <laughs> And we, now we, we hit a lot of topics. And now, on that one. oh, hey, we, we got a we got a flag, Rudy, over here. Rudy, oh yeah, Rudy. Now let's uh, n- let's. Uh, it's not right this second. Sorry, I was just <laughs> prepping. Let's uh, let's was talk he about. Falling asleep over there? <laughs> no, I know he's busy, but you know, you got you're some not time. you're not you're not up yet. I just want to make sure you knew. <laughs> stand by, stand by. What a teaser, guys. Right, right. Yeah. There might be a guy. There might be a guy. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about memories of playing Sonic the Hedgehog back in the day. Uh, we collected feedback on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by asking people to finish this sentence. My fondest memory of playing Sonic the Hedgehog is. Miles Art says, the first time I played it, it was my first video game ever, and I felt like I was controlling a cartoon. Oh, totally. I believe Absolutely. it. That's pretty cool. I believe it. At Gaz021 says, playing it around 1990 in a Sega bus on the Hot Tuna Surfing Championship. What? Wow. Festival Beach in New Quay, England. They're surfing in England? Uh, okay, anyway. So he goes on to say... <laughs> you make fun of my tea thing, and now you're, you don't even know they're <laughs> surfing exactly. in England. Right. It must be cold. Uh, I remember clearly that Sega had a double-decker bus there with Mega Drives on the top deck, and I had lots of sun-kissed and met Ke- Kelly Slater. Wow, surfing wow. legend yeah. Kelly Slater? That's a, that's a, that's a pretty There's deep... There's a lot going on in that, right? that trip, <laughs> that's that a, memory. I mean, that's sun, pretty su- su- the highlight's got to be sun-kissed, you know. That's pretty summer, right? Yeah. Dude, sun-kissed Kelly Slater. Shouldn't he have been playing California games there you go there you go all right since at since at since spaces aka our friend brian says uh my fondest memory of playing sonic was when 17 year old me was invited by sega to play the beta months in advance on in early 1991 
the manager brings out this weird EEPROM board with chips on it, and my world was never the same after that moment. How, how do all these people have that? <laughs> I know these cool experiences. I, 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 I was able to, you know, I was Sonic. I had, like, sta- <laughs> I had to stand in line at Toys R Us. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I remember seeing the cartridge. It was cool. Um, anyway, let's see what else we have here. At VGM, VGM2 says the music from the Spring Yard Zone. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's the one with the pinball bumpers. You probably never saw that, Dustin, but Shush. the music's great. I did. Um, at Deplex HD says, my fondest memory of playing Sonic is, well, all the times I played it. Uh, Sonic was like a friend to me. I got picked on through most of elementary. Same here, dude. Uh, same and here. Uh, his games were there to cheer me up. He was my role model and had a hand in shaping who I am today. Dude, man, Sonic Uh-oh. is Sonic is deep for some people here. Yeah, I love man. it. I love it. Heck yeah. Digital Heart says, my fondest memories of playing Sonic are with my auntie back in the mid-90s. We used to walk to McDonald's order way too much food, and then play Sonic on the Sega till we couldn't keep our eyes open anymore. <laughs> that <laughs> was right. just the sugar. <laughs> right, know, like right. The sugar crash right. at McDonald's. Our uh, previous month's winner, Roo Roo, from the Retro Room Roo, says, my fondest memory of Sonic is my uncle showing me the level select cheat. He has uh, since passed away, but he wrote the cheat in a 1994 Sega codebook for me. I'll uh, cherish forever. Yeah, another heartfelt story. Jeez, man. Actually, wow. I saw that post, and what was funny was, you know, I, I read it, it was heartbreaking, and then he followed it up with, oh, by the way, my uncle was roommates with Stone Cold Steve Austin from WWE. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Way to bury the lead, dude. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Um, he's like, I thought it was a joke, but it was true, and he confirmed it with some people, and that must have been awesome. Wow. Wow. Sure okay. they, I'm sure they cracked a few beers in that apartment. Maybe. All right, last but not least, VR Nima says, I was four years old. Wow, these young people. Uh, I was four years old playing Sonic at my cousin's place, my first time ever playing video games. I turned to my mom and said, why didn't you tell me about this? And my mom goes, tell you about what, dear? And I'm like, video games. (laughs) So cool. Mine. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And uh, no discussion about memories of this Sega classic would be complete without perspective from our good buddy, Sega Master Tim. Yes. Uh, if he, uh, any of our longtime listeners may remember, Tim worked on the Sega hotline in Australia back in the 90s and always has great memories to share when we cover Genesis games. Uh, Tim sent us a couple of short videos to share with you all. Uh, Zach, you ready to fire them up over there? Sure thing, sure thing. Yeah, all it's right. exciting. Here we go. Let's all right, further, without further ado, take it away, Tim. I will. All right, here we go. G'day, guys. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm Sega Master Tim, and I'm down here, down in uh, Melbourne, Australia, <laughs> Melbourne. And by the way, it's Dustin's shout to uh, shout to everyone in the crowd a drink. <laughs> okay, so right. Dustin, no, like, mate, no. Like. Um, and by the way, um, those in the crowd, I hope you're not being held against your own. <laughs> he knows us so well. <laughs> anyway, our mate Sonic. Yes, well. Um, the first time I played Sonic was actually at home because I hadn't started working for Sega at that time. Um, I got a job with Sega a few months after Sonic had been released. But the first thing I remember about Sonic was just colours. I've never seen a game so beautifully presented like this. And it looked very, well, like an arcade to me almost. So it was beautifully presented, the colours... Then came the speed, and I'm going, oh, my God, look at the speed of this game. It's just mental. (laughs) Um, But then I'm sure everyone watching and listening to this would have gone through the same emotions when you did your first loop-the-loop, that thing. Uh, The first time you burst through um, uh, a wall uh, doing your sonic spin. And then, um, most importantly, 
discovering that there's a bonus stage at the end of every level to try and get the Chaos Emerald with the uh, rotating uh, maze there. So there were so many things just within the first couple of levels that just blew people's minds. Yeah. And this is what I loved about the game so much. I couldn't put the game down. As a matter of fact, I, so much so I couldn't put the game down, I finished the game in eight hours. I don't think I got any sleep that like night. So that was my first uh, experience with Sonic, and that obviously led to me getting a job with Sega. Wow. Cool. All right. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah, right? gave us a little, little more bit tip. more. This is, this is pretty cool. Check this out. Now, when I started working on the hotline, I had a different perspective. And what was beautiful about Sonic the Hedgehog, you see, you've got to understand, the most calls we got for a game was actually um, Alex Kid in America World because the game was inbuilt into the Sega Master System 2. But the next most popular call uh, or game was um, Sonic the Hedgehog. And what was unique about Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah, of course, people would call up about cheats and how to get through certain stages. But what we found with this game is that the kids would go on and tell them how much Sonic meant to them. They would tell us as to how quickly they got through a stage or how quickly they completed the whole game or um, tell us what they love about Sonic and, and most importantly, what they hated about Nintendo <laughs> and Mario. Yeah, the, the console war was real. It was so real. See, this reflected in the fan mail. The fan mail also showed us, you know, how much they loved. They wrote, you know, pages and pages of their love for Sonic, but also they, they also showed their hatred towards uh, Mario as well. And so much so, we had a competition once. And from memory, we, we said... Um, I said, oh, draw us your best picture in that. And, and I think the, the winning one was um, uh, this kid um, drew a picture where Sonic is holding Mario's severed head with the spine dangling nice. underneath and blood everywhere like it was a fatality move in Mortal Kombat. It was just absolutely demented and deranged, but I think that was the one that won. So um, God knows where that kid is now. But the great thing now Jail. is, you know, many decades later, Sonic's coming out as a movie, and it's going to be great seeing those kids that I spoke to on the phone now there with their own kids, showing them what they love about this guy. And hopefully we've got a whole new generation of kids that love Sonic the Hedgehog. Other than that, thank you very much for having me here and have a great night, everyone. See you later. Awesome. All right, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think... Yeah. His uh, his memories really uh, on the line really reflect what we we shared here uh, with the, from our audience of just how much like this this game meant to people yeah and uh, and just one other note although I do consider myself a good bloke I am not buying everyone drinks <laughs> oh. <laughs> thank you Tim dang <laughs> I think Tim's watching now he's very disappointed in you I'm sorry it's probably <laughs> it's two it's like four in the morning for him he's fine uh, so <laughs> you said it's like three thirty or something in the afternoon or what I think whatever he's probably asleep anyway. actually he told he posted he was like I'm gonna be at work and I was like, just put a sign that says, like, important meeting in progress. <laughs> right. You know? Podcast. Podcast. All right. Uh, now let's talk about memories of Sonic the Hedgehog from Zach, Alex, and myself. And sitting in on this part, we brought special guest Rudy right, from the, uh, to the Retro Game Guys here. He's uh, coming to our hot seat. All right. 
Yeah, uh, this is a new segment, right? Well, kind of? new segment, kind of, yeah. Dang, it's hot. I touched it. Don't, <laughs> don't <laughs> careful, Rudy. All right. Ru- Rudy's the man behind the cool little game shop they have here called the Retro Fix. So welcome to the show, Rudy. Um, yeah, let's make sure you don't trip. Yeah. All right. So, hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi. All right. So we're going to start with you. Well, tell us a little bit about your memories of Sonic from back in the day. Oh, geez. Well, I was, uh, I think, about 11 years old okay. when uh, Sonic came out. Uh, at that time when you're a kid, uh, kind of transition from being a kid, going into a teenager, you're looking for things that are cool. Um, I was one of the very few kids who actually had a Sega Genesis. Right. Uh, most of my friends were Nintendo, you know, yep. Nintendo people. Yeah. And, uh, Hashtag Genesis household, baby. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was really big into tech. That's actually something we kind of bonded over uh, as I was growing up. But uh, Sonic, I remember that was such a pivotal yeah. transition yeah. for video games yeah. in general. Uh, you know, Nintendo ha- or uh, Sega had that really aggressive marketing That's where right. mm-hmm. Genesis does what Nintendo, Nintendo don't. And so you were honestly kind of seen uncool for like. They made you feel bad about having a Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> and just the color of the console, too. Genesis being black and sleek. And exactly. Just, it right. was, uh, you know, I, the one thing I can say, uh, you know, running a, a retro shop uh, now is that Sega always had very sleek, aggressive designs for console models, controllers. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they were definitely a cut above. They wanted their stuff to look. My dad would refer to it as the Cadillac of video games. Oh, there you go. Uh, right. Which back, back then was not an insult. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah anything else uh, on that? Uh, actually, uh, one other funny thing. Yeah. Uh, I got so competitive uh, basically being a Sega fanboy yeah. back all in the right. early 90s and all my friends being Nintendo. Um, me and a couple of buddies of mine, we started our own uh, video game fanzine. You guys oh, remember those right. things? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. So I was my own little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, illustrator and uh, author, and um, I was always the the Sonic guy. Were you photocopying them, and you know? No, I was hand drawing all my stuff back all then. Right. Me and my buddy. Um, I st- I wonder if he even still has any of that stuff. But we used to do that. <laughs> we used to do wrestling fanzines too. We were. Big. I'm shocked. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for those who don't know, every time you walk in here and uh, walk upstairs, you're going to see Rudy watching some sort of WrestleMania, some sort of wrestling, some, some uh, sort of thing. The, the good, the good one, the classics. Exactly. When wrestling was really fun. Yeah. All right. Stone uh, cold. There you go. Stone cold, baby. Let's, let's go around the room. Alex. Yes. Was this was this outside of your realm, or is this something you uh, you have some memories of back in the day? I have zero memory of the Sonic. perfect. I'm glad yeah. I'm, I'm glad we brought you into this. No, segment. none, absolutely none. <laughs> well, I'll I'll go next, and I will say that uh, in the same in the same vein as our our buddy uh, Rudy here. Uh, Sega was a giant pivotal moment in uh, in my life. So this this. When did this game come out again? Remind 91. me. 91. 91, yeah. So I was 14. Um, until that point, my parents, we had an Atari 7800, oh. right? And, and you so were not a Nintendo No console. Nintendo. So no literally ni- from the Atari right to Genesis. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, I played with the NES. My neighbor what had one. What a jump, right? Right. My neighbor had one. It's so um, I played. So <laughs> then my, my, my buddy in middle school had a Genesis. We played Altered Beast and whatever games he had. <laughs> Um, but on, on then purpose? there was a right, <laughs> but then there was a. It was the marketing. I think there was a Sega, uh, a Sonic bundle or something. But I remember that was the the first time I got a Genesis was popped it in. I had Sonic, put that in, and I'm like, dear God, no colors. What <laughs> yeah. is going on here? They're so fast. <laughs> Everything is moving. What hurts? hurts from Atari, from Atari 7800, right? <laughs> so like it was Spider Man like crawling up a wall yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, right? Yeah. So um, this game hooked me. 
I just played it for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And uh, as I've mentioned before, this is one of the few games in my in my past, uh, not in my recent history, but in my past <laughs> that I've beaten. Uh, because just because my brother, I put in sh- by sheer force of hours, I could not put this game down. Uh, there was always something to learn. There was always some puzzle to solve. There was always mm-hmm. something that you didn't that you could do better, higher, jump higher, another platform you could get into. This game had three or four different levels. Like if you looked at it That's from right. a, from even a the first level, view, right. even on the first level, you you could go four or five different paths on the screen, right. get to the end successfully, but maybe one path is a little bit better than another. And so yeah, I, I spent so much time in this game, and and it it means a lot to my where I'm at today as a as a gaming person that that this game was at that pivotal moment that just hooked me into video games. So awesome. there you go. Mr. Zack. Hated it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic who? But no. No, I couldn't so Rudy, you talked about the marketing, right? Oh, the, the, marketing, the marketing was marketing super aggressive. Totally hooked me. I'm I'm in marketing, so this is probably not that surprising to people that know me. Uh, but uh, yeah like just And he's aggressive. Right. <laughs> so, right. I have a distant memory of ordering Sonic from the back of a magazine. Mm. I have no idea why. Which which uh, company what? did you order from? Like, I, I, it's it's like I, the I old know Columbia was, House. It was one, one of those thing? that you see on every issue of EGM. <laughs> I, like Game Dude and those I literally was just talking to Eric over here at AFK about uh, Game Dude. They mm-hmm. go back 30 plus years. Yeah, we were there, Alex and I, on our yeah. retro road trip. Yeah. yeah. Batman episode, by yeah, the way. That's right. We season. almost didn't go. We don't, yeah. yeah. And you're like, dude, got to go to Game we gotta Dude. We got to go to Game Dude. And I talked about in that episode, you go into Game Dude, and there's stuff on the walls that they haven't taken down since the 90s. Donkey Kong Country, huge cutouts, Mortal Kombat. It's like That's time beautiful. capsule. But yeah, so Sonic just caught me. I ordered it from the magazine, I think because I got it guaranteed earlier. It was like Amazon back then. You couldn't order games from the internet back then. Um, and I finally got it. And I still remember the day I got it, this package. And it was just, I know there's a game in there. And before I played it so at home, I brought it to a friend's house. And we were swimming all day playing Sonic all night, and it was just summer, like per- like the perfect totally. summer. Yeah. Totally. And I talked about in one of earlier episodes, I think actually, I think I have it here um, somewhere, My the manual inside my copy of Sonic is still water damaged That's right. That's right. from nice. us like sitting on it with our bathing suits from swimming all day long in summer as kids. It's just like <laughs> so great. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the memories here, and thanks, Rudy, for sitting in and Absolutely. sharing memories thanks with for us. Having me. But before you go, <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. this oh, wouldn't be the retro away. game guy's hot seat TM uh, without a little uh, rapid yeah. fire questioning. Ooh, so right. here how, here's how this is going to work. There's something new we're trying out here. I'm going to throw out some questions, kind of like A or B type questions, if you will. Okay. The, they uh, will all be Sonic or retro gaming related questions. No gotchas in there. Not mm-hmm. Alex. Uh, so you just just got to pick quick. No thinking, just your quick reaction. Uh, okay. So you ready to jump on the hot seat here? All right, let's do it. All right, here goes. Sonic 1 or Sonic 2? Sonic 1. Mario or Sonic? Sonic. <laughs> Tails, cute or lame? Lame. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Robotnik or Dr. Eggman? Dr. Robotnik. Atari Jaguar or Panasonic 3DO? Panasonic 3DO. <laughs> uh, human Teeth Sonic or Cartoon Teeth Sonic? Cartoon Teeth Sonic. <laughs> Nintendo 64 or Commodore 64? Nintendo 64. Oh, nice. <laughs> they won in the end. That was uh, just a little bit before my time. There you go. Oh, even worse. <laughs> Sonic rings or onion rings? Onion rings. <laughs> uh, Sega or Shakira? Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, well, like, you said there was quick. no gotchas in this one. Clock is ticking. Sega. Sega. All right. Sega. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, got three. Kiss one, marry one, kill one. Sonic, Tails, Knuckles. Oh, jeez. 
Uh, he has the, the teeth too. Don't I don't even. I don't. I don't. Oh jeez, I killed. I killed tails. <laughs> I guess he kills I, himself. Don't worry I, about I, it. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess I kiss knuckles and Mary Sonic. All right, there you go. All right, and last one: hot wings or hot seat? Oh shit. Um, <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot about that. This is a family show. I, my, I apologize. Uh, hot wings. All right. There we go. <laughs> hey, all right. Rudy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Rudy. Thank you. All right. Sega. 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 <laughs> he was supposed to say hot seat, by the way. I would have picked hot wings, too. I'm, I'm, I would have picked hot wings as well. Yeah. All Commodore right. 64. <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> Well, are we going to splice in a Hot Wings theme or a Hot Wings? <laughs> I'm now stuck on Hot Wings. A Hot Seat theme here, Zach? Oh, yeah. We're going to do that. We got to do, um, gosh, what song can we use? How about It's Getting Hot in here? No, we'll do that one? no. I was thinking more like the Who Wants to Be the Millionaire. Like, doom, doom, oh, while he's doom. doing the questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got it. All right, guys. Let's, uh, let's now uh, talk about our playthrough over the last couple of weeks. Oh, by the way, real quick. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah do yeah. you guys like the Hot Seat? Is that cool? Uh, yeah, Frankie yeah. Cheap Seats? What do you think? <laughs> good segment. All right. So we got to keep that. I think that yeah, was good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right. Now, now we have to have more friends, though. So this, gonna, not gonna, this isn't going to work more than uh, one more week. could be a problem. Anyway, yeah. please continue. <laughs> all right. I'm going to ask you guys your thoughts about specific aspects of Sonic the Hedgehog so we can focus a bit more on what makes this game unique and memorable. So what about the fun factor? How fun was the game to you guys? Alex? Oh, how fun was it? I didn't like this game. You what? Whoa! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I didn't like this game. I didn't like this. Uh, game. Were you this worried about this the whole time we we're doing this episode? Yeah. Like, At some point, I'm gonna have, <laughs> people are talking about like these heartfelt Dude, stories. I'm gonna have to finally yeah. tell them. Yeah. I had cancer and Sonic saved me. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I got a real. I, I couldn't stop thinking about Mario Brothers when I was playing oh, this game. Wow. I couldn't stop thinking about. It. I was like, okay, so instead of. Uh, Instead of like uh, uh, jumping on things and making them ricochet, I have to jump on them and I can't really touch them. But if I touch them in the wrong way, they'll kill me. Um, you're collecting uh, rings instead of coins. Uh, instead of hitting things from the bottom, you have to hit them from the top. I'm like, all right, this is like sort of like a ripoff Whoa. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm not going to lie. Wait, don't leave. Don't worry. Where's yeah. everybody going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but however, I mean, I was at games at, by 1990 anyway. Um, right, so right. I was sort of over. I really never played Sonic. I didn't really buy the Genesis system. So to me, I didn't even look to you. Last time when we played Sim, say you didn't do a lot of research because you wanted to go in yeah. with your old yeah. memories, right? Right. I purposely didn't do any research going into this. I wanted to play it as if I just got the game. I wish I could I just that. wanted to play it for the first time. And as the game progressed, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, this is, it's literally like a pinball, like a, like a side-scrolling pinball game. Uh, with puzzles, and I felt like towards the end, I felt like I was playing like a an escape room the whole time. I, w I had to figure it out, and mm. and usually, right. and you didn't you didn't like that aspect of it? No, no. <laughs> don't, don't don't play Sonic Spinball then. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from that one. Um, normally, they you know even in, in uh, some other games, you have to wait a, a couple of um, levels before you get to fire. It's in level two. Like, they hit you with that. <laughs> and level three is water, right? Yeah. yeah. They, it's like, boom. It's like they're, they're asking you to do all this stuff. I mean, I could listen to some of the uh, memories. I'm going off a little long here because I, you weren't Are expecting you sure? this. You weren't <laughs> expecting this answer. But I could totally understand why people were so enthralled with it. I mean, the graphics look so much better than Mario, than NES at the time. It does look like a cartoon. Um, the way that the character moves on screen is really inventive. Yep. Uh, I mean, it just looked for the time that it was it was amazing but 
playing it now, looking back on it, like I don't know, man. I just it just wasn't <laughs> wow. working for me. That's wow. interesting. Wow. All right, all right. Wow. Well, let's let's get back to sanity land here, Zach. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Tyler, your opinion. You, you That's went, fine. There was an old segment on the on the Daily Show that was even Stephen. It's like yeah. no, wrong, no, wrong, wrong, wrong. wrong. But you guys had childhood memories, so I mean, no, 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 you, no, uh, no, neither, no. Dude, you Fun. just went off about your your waterlogged instruction no, it, manual. All right, true. I mean, but it, you, oh, Sonic means summer. It's like, dude, you look at this thing. You're here in the Beach Boys. Me, it's like, all right, the whatever. Beach Boys. How old? <laughs> you know? I mean, Zach is old. <laughs> so far, you draw Meg Ryan. You draw Beach Boys. I got to be right. careful here. I don't right, know what I'm going right, to say right. next. Uh, nine out of ten. Who agrees with me? Yeah. Nine out of ten. Fun. That's fact a low. That's a low rating. Yeah. All right. That's nine, a low rating. So I think <laughs> nearly perfect platformer. So much fun revisiting this. Yeah. Total summer. Like I said. The controls tight and responsive, spin into a ball, fly through the air. You get these crazy, like magical combinations of hitting enemies into rings and back. Yeah. It's just like, well, you just go, woo! You know, you're doing stuff. Right. But I, I do have some criticism. Is one thing is, I think in later levels, it's too hard to go fast. Right. You want to go fast, but going fast is you die fast. Dangerous. Yeah. So you're more like Sonic the careful hedgehog yeah. in, in the <laughs> later levels. I'm a careful uh, hedgehog. There's some pit deaths that kind of upset me. Um, there's one part of the Starlight Zone where there's some slowdown in the game. Yeah. Actually messes with your jump timing. I'm yeah. really getting nitpicky, but that kind of upset me. Um, but other than that, I mean, again, near perfect. And I, like I'm well, saying, look, this, even going gonna, in cold, if I could go in cold, yeah. I still play this and go, wow, like this is, it's nonstop action, fun, challenging what more do you this want? Is, what more do you want? Well, look, even in your research, you brought up that they actually did copy some stuff from Mario Brothers. It's a platformer. Very, very it's a platformer. Things. I mean, uh, how original listen, can you be? Uh, so it learned from Mario Brothers, not Mario Brothers learned from Sonic. So, you know, if you want to copy something, copy from the original, right? Copy from the best. <laughs> and, and I totally and beat got the that. heck out of it. Well, this, yeah, it this does. This blows Sonic, uh, Super Mario Brothers out of the I can understand as a kid how you could invest so much time because you're right like even in the first level there's like two different ways to get to the same route you'll there's have that ways. you don't have that in in any early nes game whatsoever right so i mean i could totally understand like it's almost like choose your own adventure every yeah. time you're playing this game it, it's a new adventure right, right. well if you're a gamer that. don't forget though this is about the same time as mario world came out where you did have multiple routes and all these different things so like That's mario true. you're right mario was pretty awesome at that yeah. time but it wasn't this awesome can I can I can I share my my fun factor here? Yeah, please. <laughs> and to say that I'm just got because we've gone over a lot on this one. What I would say about the fun factor for me is playing it today. I love how forgiving Sonic can be. It, it's yeah. not always except when you do that. Yeah. Right, right. When you when you, it's not always forgiving. But it, you know, there's a lot of these platformers that you touch one thing the wrong way, you die, and it's then you're dead. You're right, and I actually, yeah. did, I did want, I did want to say that the ring and you being able to touch something, and then you just lose the rings, and you could still play the game. And there's checkpoints. There's I not like, always. I like, I love that about the game. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was super inventive. If, if Mario had that. It would have been a today I think it playing would have been a game. today playing Rings this game cool. as yeah. somebody who doesn't have a ton of time to play games who doesn't uh, who doesn't have the twitch reflexes never really did but you know the idea that I can play it and go ah, I made a mistake and be able to recover it from it for for the most part obviously when you get later and and some of the water levels not so much but like. Yeah. I just jumped wrong once and I can still continue on. Fantastic. Right. On the boss, like the first level boss or the f whatever that is, yeah. the first time you get the boss, if you, you, you mess up once, you can still get rings back. Yeah. If you die, 
you don't have any rings, but guess what? You can go backwards and you can go and get some rings from the level, come back into the boss. So it lets you get into the game. And so for me, uh, for me, that makes it fun to me, no matter what else goes on. The idea that you have multiple levels that you can go multiple traverses, but also I, I, you can, we'll talk about the challenge because that, I think that'll come up in the challenge. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on to graphics. What do you think there, Zach, on the graphics? Gorgeous. Yeah. I remember the first time that I hit that what that capsule at the end of the first level or any level, yeah. and all the animals come out. Right. That was more stuff moving on the screen than I had ever seen in my entire life. Right. Certainly, I know you were playing the seventy eight hundred times, so you felt the same way. No, dude, but if, yeah, absolutely. I think a um, couple things: the parallax scrolling on that starlight zone, like yeah. the 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 stars, it looked amazing. Um, it was the first game I remember that had an animation when you just let the character stand there. Like he would look oh, yeah. upset and tap his foot. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember any other game that did that. That might have been the one that you know other games copied later. Um, my only gripe with the graphics is that a lot of the later later levels are like you know, like this level where you have on the screen here. They're like they have factories. They're very mechanical. I prefer like the the earlier levels with the hills and the yeah. waterfalls and that kind of a thing. Yeah. But that's my only gripe, but Yeah, I gorgeous. would say same thing. Gorgeous game. Uh, I think they pushed it too far in some areas with the graphics, as you talked about, some slowdowns. Even early on, if you're in a kind of complicated level and you lose a ton of rings, like the screen kind of goes... And it, it, you, it's it's cool, over overpowering the system. Um, but yeah, I mean, the idea that you could go anywhere, you could do almost anything... You were you you had this guy who the, just the sprite itself had like fifteen different like things where we talk about like some of these other games where it's like you're either standing or you're jumping and that's it and you and your guy kind of looks like he's we played a game where it's like the guy jumping just kind of looks like he's standing there yeah, jumping. He actually has some animation. Frames he's got and tons smooth, of animation yeah. and and just the tapping the foot thing yep. that killed me back in the day. I'd go get a sandwich, come back and be like, he's over here going, dude, what the hell, you know, like so. Um, Fantastic graphics, and of course, like you said, coming from the seventy eight hundred, like blew yeah, me and, away. And we know you said the graphics were great. You agreed the graphics with that part, were amazing. Yeah. I mean, dude, you, it, this can't hold a candle to any kind of NES game. I mean, of course, but it's a it's a cartoon. It's beautiful. I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to bust it on the graphics. Yeah, Although you have also, enough other graphics. Well, some of the typography is like nineteen nineties. It took me back when I was playing. And I was yeah. like, wow, look at this little uh, was it purple oval yep, behind? Yeah. Look at this design, huh? Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. But it's a throwback. It's nice. Next question. How did the challenge feel for you guys? Too easy, too hard, or just right? Was there something that gave you a lot of trouble? I'll start this one. <sighs> Nowadays, <laughs> jumping, <laughs> it's pretty hard. Uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's decently hard. And it's just, yeah, it's the jumping. It's the patterns. It's the, it's the getting the right thing to happen at the right time. Um, just the, the biggest thing that gave me trouble was just the the number of different things you might have to do at one time like i have to yep. do this 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 and that and if you do it all you're you're right you're great you just go into the tunnel you're fine but the minute you miss a jump and then you yeah, drown it's like what's on the screen here like that thing underneath you's in a fault you got to get the, those are spinning now that thing's trying to get you right i mean yeah there's very you have to be very accurate as you get into later so, levels so back in the day when i would draw maps and and time things and all that stuff wasn't so bad nowadays i'm just like i god this is too hard for me nowadays so um I think if you really invest in it, it's not too hard. But if you play it straight, it's it's pretty hard. Yep. Uh, Alex? Uh, yeah, I played the first level like 
multiple times, like <laughs> many, many times. There's on. I have the Sega. Uh, was it the little menu? The menu that, yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, there's no save feature. Like there were a lot of times when I could just only pause because I was getting tired of playing it and getting yeah, I think frustrated it was a, save a little feature bit. Feature if you hold the button down. Or Dude, something. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> infrequent gamer. I'm the infrequent, I'm the infrequent gamer. Yeah. I was gonna look for the instruction manual and I was like, ah, I'm all right. Uh, I played this. Oh man, I must have played it like 20 times. The first level over and over. I got further than some, and then I had to start again. But uh, yeah, this is the game when, like, literally, after my 10th time playing it, I was like, you know what? I could really use a Nintendo Power. I could really use, like, some kind of, like, yeah. like big thing in front yeah, of me strategy. so I could look. Not on my phone, not on my iPad. Like, I want paper manual. I want to see the, the entire route laid out. I want to see where everything's at. Yeah. Um, I felt, when I was playing the game, like, I was too zoomed in. I would have liked it if it was a little bit more zoomed out where I could see where I'm going. This game relies... Because you're jumping and because it's so fast and, and it feels exciting, a lot of blind jumping. Yeah, there's some faith involved. And, right. yeah. yeah, and you're like, okay, if I do this in an NES game, you're dead. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter. You're going somewhere. You're, you're going to lose a life here. But here, it's you're right. It's forgiving, but at the same time, it relies a lot of like jump scares. You're like, okay, yeah. dude, you're jumping. You'll know where you're going. That's right. And yeah. so I, I that was a little difficult, but you're right. It sort of plays into investing time in this game. Yeah. So I yeah. can understand why it could be so addicting. Totally, yeah. absolutely. Zach, I think it's just right. So, and the re- and w- why I feel it's just right is my three-year-old son can beat the first two levels. So, <laughs> wow. A, I, but there's a lot of games that I play, like you know, Strider. Even you know, like you play like 14 seconds. You're like, well, that's it. You know. So yeah. it gives you a chance. It eases in. It's forgiving, like you guys said. Um, but as an experienced gamer, I still got really challenged. Yeah. And even when I beat the game, spoiler, um, there's still the added challenge of the chaos emeralds yeah and to get those chaos emeralds you got to go to those special stages you got to get like 50 rings to open up the po- the big ring at the end of the level to get into the special stage then you got to actually get you know the chaos emeralds as the screen spinning i mean it's it's really not easy right maddening if you're getting close to the end of the game and you're still missing a couple of those emeralds um but that extra la- layer of challenge is you know great for an experienced gamer yeah thing that gave me the most trouble there's these little purple Caterpillar thing. Oh, yeah. Caterpillars. Yeah. Oh, my God. Around the head. Because right? you, you got to hit, hit him on the head. Hit him on the head. They explode. They're yeah. just like, and they look like, they're just, yeah. I, yeah. Not, <laughs> not, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, but I think you're right. I mean, that's the interesting thing about the first couple levels on, on this game is that, is that you, there are challenges to be found if you go to the fifth level up and stuff and try to get extra yep. lives and things, but you could play it straight and just avoid some enemies and be done with the game, yeah. or done with the level. So yeah. So let's start. Uh, go back to you, Zach. On what tips and tactics did you guys? Yeah, come there's some famous ones here. There's yeah. a level select and yep. sound test. You push yep. up, down, left, right, and hold A and press start. A little ring sound to go bing. Yeah. And what's cool about that is using the level select is one of the ways that you can find out which release version of the game that you have. <laughs> and how you tell that is because the the list of levels are in the wrong order in the earlier versions. Oh, interesting. Because um, Sega wanted the I think the water level to be second originally, and then they were like. This is too hard. Forget, you know, and they moved it, but they forgot to change it in the level select. So if you have that version, it's one of the first versions. There's also something I, I didn't do it in this last playthrough, but I remember as a kid doing this. But there's also a debug mode where it's kind of like a poor man's Mario Maker, where you could place enemies. You know, mm. you basically your cursor becomes any item or enemy, and you could place them wherever. Yeah. And so what I would do is I would just do tons of one enemy and just go like go and just see them all come out and just you know That's go crazy cool. on the screen. But yeah, it's I don't know if that was intentional for them to leave that in. But those two um, codes are super fun to use because you yeah. can go to any level in the game 
as a kid, I would often go to that starlight level just to see how beautiful it was. Totally. You can go right to the end boss. So it's, those are, I think those are cool tips. Alex, tips or tactics? Yeah, close your eyes on the bonus level, man. That's a, that's a, <laughs> those are those are that's a like a nightmare, uh, you know, wallpaper. Oh, uh, isn't it, dude? Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. Like, I watched a couple of uh, after I was done playing the game. I watched a couple of these uh, speed runs on uh, YouTube, and I just couldn't get past the the how they designed it. I was like, man, this is a nightmare field dream wallpaper yeah. here. Uh, Listen, I enjoyed the game. I I didn't understand what the Chaos Emeralds were for. <laughs> Even watching a speedrun, I'm like, okay, you get them all and that's it. Like, you don't, nothing happens. Um, <laughs> Better ending. Like, you just get yeah. it. All right. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so no, the, uh, the I, I just tripped out on this game as a whole. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm, uh, I've, I'm aged out of it. Yeah. Imagine if you're <laughs> you like know? one of the programs that had to just work on those bonus levels and God, you had to like oh, tweak man. things. Be like, oh my God. You know, I'm just sick. put dolphins back there. Let's have them go around. That's fine. <laughs> We're, yeah. on, oh, we're almost to the final boss. Yeah. We I, this. So yeah. real quick, I don't really have much tips and tactics other than make sure you have rings on you all the time. Yeah. Like go back and find the rings. Like and, and one of the things that's cool, like I said earlier about um, the bosses, like there's a lot of times in this game that you can go through a screen and come back. Yeah. Right. At, at the end, if you have that big ring, if you catch it in time and you've run through the screen at the end of a level, you can come back and get the big ring. Yep. Um, and again, like if you die before a boss, go back and you can go back to left, which is not something I remember from very many games. If you don't mostly die on the boss levels, you just start right That's there. It. But this one, you can go back and get some rings. Um, but the biggest thing, like really that I remembered from back in the day, and we've kind of touched on this is that I really had the, the, I, this one was one, I had the book, right? Mm -hmm. I had the, like, I'm following along. It's like, go, uh, you know, when you get to this, checkpoint go up here like that's how I beat it back in the day is I, I used followed it. the book and I could use the book I didn't have the book this time we'll say <laughs> picture didn't happen Dustin I want to see this yeah I know the game yeah well it was it was before photography so <laughs> 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 not nowadays so I right. had to like put that with a cape over his head <laughs> like there you go <laughs> <laughs> here's your playthrough or you it's know all, like it's all white <laughs> back like uh, when your mother took the wrong picture of that's Pitfall right. and right. uh, sent that into Activision and Yep. Didn't actually have the TV and the screen. That's right. The yeah. Thank God I had a good friend that gave me the the, uh, the prize. That's right. Ooh. Go listen to our Pitfall episode if you want to hear a heartfelt story. Wah, wah. All right. Anything that would have made this game better or is it good the way it is? Uh, oh, boy. I, I think we're going to recuse Alex Look from this question. Look at me out now. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding me? All right. We'll start with you, Alex. What would have made this game better for you? you no, you just me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you. I'm just giving you a hard no, time. Go, go, go! What would make it better? Uh, you know what, man? Uh, I don't know what would make this better. To be honest with you, <laughs> um, I would have liked to to have had a secondary action. I was thinking as I was playing this it game. It is interesting and coming from the Atari too for myself yeah. and playing this game one of the first games if not the first game you play the Jetson I'm like really you got three buttons and that's they was, only that's do one thinking. thing. That's what I was yep. thinking like <laughs> so the the control the original Genesis controller had three buttons on it right? Yeah. yeah. And this is their stand this their, is their, their landmark game, right? game, their character, and you make it with only one button. It only has Simplicity, one action. Simplicity, baby. Simplicity. I, yeah, I get it, though. But, I mean, you have a controller <laughs> with three buttons. I mean, you're ahead of Nintendo at that point. Do something with those buttons. That's that's my whole thing. Like, it would have been <laughs> nice to grab something and shoot some. That that would I think would have made it. <laughs> Did you use A, B, or C? It would have been nice to matter. throw a bandana. <laughs> yeah. on. I would like I would like to I use B. shot like fireballs C. or something or, or, or I, quills. I'm a, I'm a B guy because you know? it's right in that middle sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wanted like a first-person shooter or something. Uh, yeah, no, anything. No. This, yeah. You know what would have made this game better? If it Something was a else. different game. If it was Super <laughs> Mario World. 
If it was F zero, yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> what have made this game better for you, Zach? Uh, I, very little, actually. I think uh, the only thing I thought about was multiple routes, like we talked about. Like it'd be yeah. cool if you could choose your own route. Like um, I think Castlevania three was the last one we talked about, where mm-hmm. like you finish a level, do you want to go, you know, up or yeah. down? Or that sure. that would be kind of cool. Um, and just take those caterpillar damn things out. That's something <laughs> that would make it much, much better. You know, I, I don't know that there's much that I would say that make this game better, but I'd be interested to play this on different hardware to see what would happen if the, without lags. Because oh, yeah. there's so many lags in this game, which are, which are part of the game, which I get. But it'd be interesting to play, like, what, it, what would happen if you played this on super smooth? Have you guys played the Master System? I think it's still pretty smooth. Yeah, it's, and that's, it's not bad. The only time Compared? I see really slow down is, like, when you drop a bunch of rings. That's the biggest one. There's some other ones, too. Yeah. That, uh, but, yes, I'm not... I'm, this is a nitpicky thing, a small thing. I'm not saying, oh, dear God, well, if they had just made the Genesis better, this game would have been... It, no, but I mean, it, it would wait, have... Wait, it, the Genesis be, had blast processing dust. The in blast case, so it processing. Was, it was very smooth and very fast. It's like okay. a Vitamix. Blast <laughs> uh, <laughs> with blast processing. <laughs> with blast processing. All right, most important... Well, that was Mark. I, I always say most important question for this part, but it's kind of irrelevant. Uh, what's the score? <laughs> how far did we get how, what was the score reminding everybody on the score competition rules for Sonic the Hedgehog we played on normal with the default three lives the winner is the player who got the furthest and the second is me or Alex probably Alex uh, if there's a tie we'll take the highest score you there's guys not a have tie. an opportunity to take my probably 30 episode win streak down in front of a live audience so here. let's just spoiler alert here and say that I, I well not me Mr. Mr. Genesis over yeah, here no. should be, Genesis. No. Right? he's angry uh, two, from SimCity two, two shows in a row right? no. he has a chance to knock no, you out no I wasn't going to beat him so I was never going to beat him on this one he's doing push ups no with his Meg Ryan no. video on Bro. the TV <laughs> I can do no there was no this way I would ever game, beat him on this game this is the game that took you from the black and white to color Right. this is your baby bro there's no way I would ever beat him on this game this is Zach's type of game right um, SimCity was my type of game. I had a chance there, well, and happened? I didn't cheat, so I, I <laughs> lost. Um, but no, I was never going to beat him on this game. Okay. And so, and then the other, what was it? Two days ago, he put out. I Look at that. my video, and I, I went, that. "Yeah, I literally Did threw you, the you controller." Got, like, never all mind. the rings in the whole game, right? You yeah. broke the game. You tilted it. <laughs> Is that what, what happened? Alex, how far did you get? Uh, I only got to uh, the second level in the marble world. Like, that's the fire mm-hmm. one, right? So I got to the second level. I didn't take a picture of anything. I was over the game yeah, at that fine. point. <laughs> I was pretty upset. That's fine. I just got through Act 1, so you beat me anyway. Oh, oh hey. Wow. Hey, all all right. Right. Nintendo wins again. <laughs> Nintendo wins. I, I, right. I, this, is, this is a game I don't, I'm not good at nowadays, and I need, up, I need those uh, guides and stuff. So. You got to pick it up next time. Come uh, on. I, yeah, I, there's no, <laughs> I don't really care. I All mean, right. honestly, like I, this is not a type of game I'm going to do well at nowadays. I could put in the 55 hours a, a week to do it. But Look at him now. Gonna, Look this, him is now. On, this is recorded, yeah. too. What? This, this whole rant you're doing right yeah. now. Like, I, I, I'm I not could, I could do it. I just no. have to. No, I, could, I couldn't. Ask me how long I played this game. More than me. All right. <laughs> I mean, dude, an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, right over there. the course Commitment. of over I the course of a, of a few days and stuff. Yeah, I, I played it. I played it like six different sessions. That was about it. Okay, and then I did my re- then I went back and I, I watched some YouTube videos and I was like, okay, I see what I did here. And then I went back and got I didn't watch any it. YouTube videos. I just yeah, I I there was, I didn't. I, think I honestly don't. just honestly didn't try on this game because I knew there was n- oh, there was no way yeah. I was even going to oh, get halfway so as far. A, now as now it's an empty victory. Well, for we're me. on the final yeah. boss here, so maybe I should talk about what people right. are seeing here. Here's your here. playthrough. Yeah. This is actually my playthrough here. This is how <laughs> I did. Uh, my score is with a, his feet. With you no, know, not my feet this time. 
So um, I, I think, yeah, my first playthrough, I got to beat the game, missed a, missed a couple Chaos Emeralds. Got you loser. I, got, I know. Got 150,000 points. But last su- Sunday night was this. I just happened to be playing it and recording. Had, this was the best Sonic game of my life. I've played this game, I mean, literally hundreds of times since the 90s. And I've never been able to get all the Chaos Emeralds. I ended up getting all the six Emeralds, got 256,000 550 points. Um, and I, guys, I seriously think this podcast is making me a better gamer. Because we're playing <laughs> oh, all these hard, oh, my We're God. playing all these hard games like Strider and Batman, you know? And so it's actually, it's sharpening that pencil a little bit. So, well, uh, you're the guru, so you better be doing better than the rest of us. I mean, the day yeah. someone beats you, I mean, that's it, right? That's, that's it. We're we close yeah, the podcast. Close the, that's it. It's over. Yeah. yeah. Now, we didn't point it out here in the video, but if you go on, on YouTube, our YouTube, and check it out, at 16 minutes and 26 seconds, I'm in one of those nauseating yeah. levels to get the Chaos Emerald, and you know there's like an exit. You can actually hit the exit and you lose. I don't know how this happened. I fell into the exit, but Sonic just bounced right out of it. <laughs> oh, and you can wow. see it. You just pixel touching the pixel, the exit, boop, and just came. I have no idea what wow, happened. That's funny. So I got super lucky, and that led to me getting all the Chaos Emeralds, yeah. and Away we go. So There we go. Yeah, I so, mean, for me, this episode was more about the memories because there's so many good memories about it. Unbelievable. I don't have any memories. <laughs> of the, what? Oh, Do I don't have time to play the game. Oh, it's just about no, the no, no. I'm not. I'm not. not how many sessions? I, you know, how many I'm sessions? Not I unbelievable. All the excuses. Sessions? We're gonna start making a list. I am of not excuses. making any excuses. The picky there's gamer no excuses. Has picky excuses. The picky gamer has. There has been no excuses. We're gonna change up your name. There's been no excuses. Uh, actually, three, how many? Three sessions. Three sessions. Yeah, three great. Sessions. All right. Yeah. So again, there's no There's the ending right there. Yeah. All yeah. six K. What do you Although guys think? I, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. There it is. I will say, Sega. Rick. They did care about animals. In every Nintendo game, you're always killing an animal. You're always <laughs> doing something. In this game, is the opposite. Racing games, sports games, uh, simulation games. We'll beat them. We'll beat okay. them eventually. All right. All right. But. Platformers, there's no chance. I do have I a know. game. I actually do have a game that I'm just going to say it. Heck with it. Uh-huh. One game that I'm actually afraid of playing. That we can. We're not going to do it next. Daytona USA. That would no, be. No, because I will one. smoke you guys you know where I will smoke we can you on that. I will smoke Daytona, all of you. I will destroy you in my green You're on. car. It sounds a lot like <laughs> SimCity, does it not? Yeah, 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 a little bit. We should do Jeopardy. <laughs> oh wow. You know, because Alex Trebek's going to retire. Wouldn't that be perfect? Uh, That's pretty good. And it would be 80s Jeopardy because the questions would be for like Oh, you're done. I'm done, son. son. You're done, son. I am a trivia Is that a good idea? Oh, I love it. I love it. Done. That's it. End of the podcast. Last question. I'm going to start with Zach and I here. We know the answer. Would you play Sonic again? Heck yes. Yes. Spoiler. But I haven't. No. I'm interested. Would you ever play this game again? No. No, I'd rather pl- I'd rather play Metroid. I'd rather play Metroid. Yeah, this reminded me of Metroid when I was playing it. It did. <laughs> Metroid's a good it, game because I have you know to hit this thing. This thing happens. I go here, and you know it's a different map. It's different ways to to get to to somewhere. It's the like, internet right. disagrees with you. Yeah, Alex, you internet, know what? That's why you're here. Different bro. perspectives are good. I'm, look, I'm looking at Except the way yours that, is I'm looking terrible. at the way that <laughs> I'm looking at the way that uh, Sonic is going through some of these maps, and I'm like, dude, this is Metroid. This is a Metroid level, right? That did look kind of Metroid. Yeah. That yeah. one, that, yeah. Less aliens though. Yeah. All right, we're getting towards the end here, so let's move on to this. It's time for this month's crazy collectible. All right. All right. We're starting off here. Well, Sonic is such a big game. You know, we couldn't hold it to just one crazy collectible for this episode. Uh, first up, I found a Sonic statue. Uh, this was used for promotional displays back in the 90s. It stands over seven feet tall, wow. uh, and it's in pretty good condition so, considering its age, and uh, it's a good representation of Sonic. Big red shoes, wry smile, arms folded impatiently, and the current asking price? 
five thousand dollars. That. That's what you get if you do the chaos animals right there. Yeah, there that's all. It's like the uh, only difference. But you know, <laughs> hey, if you're able to get out to Central Texas, uh, you can pick it up for free. Uh, otherwise, oh, really? I'd, I'd hate oh, to even what? ask uh, how much shipping is. There's certainly uh, no Amazon Prime on this thing. Jeez, five thousand dollars, seven foot statue. Get it out there with your trailer. Okay. So Rudy, Rudy over at the Retrofix here is gone. You got your Road Mario trip. statue, which is cool. Which I run into every time I go into shop. What? Shut up. <laughs> Do you really? Really? Wow. Right. <laughs> Rudy actually has the Sonic statue coming next we're, week. We're Holy yeah. moly. You, hey, you have to do it. Come on. Get back in the hot seat. <laughs> yeah. It's still pretty warm. <laughs> it's yeah, warm. we have to have like a, Rudy, a discussion Rudy, about this. Rudy. 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 No, I bet, never I bet he hates before. that. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you, $5,000 poorer now? Or? Actually, uh, no. Um, because Rudy, because, because of the circles that I run in with collectors, um, I actually found out who owns that, uh, that's $5,000 Sonic statue. Um, I won't say his name, uh, but yeah, him and I chatted for quite a bit. This actually, guy? The no, guy the guy, the guy, the yeah, guy on the, eBay for... Yeah. Wow, this isn't planned, okay. by the way. No, we just don't know this. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is so, real. Wow. So the guy is, he's in, uh, I think it's Carrollton, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, sh- him and don't I... Don't blow it. <laughs> Someone's getting beat you to it. <laughs> it's been up for a while. Okay. So I was able to, uh, to negotiate a deal with him down to uh, 3500 mm-hmm. And even that was uh, pretty pricey. Yeah. Um, but you um, get a Sonic statue, man. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. And is, it's something this, I want. Is this one of a kind type of situation? Well, these, these, were actually, these were actually uh, a set of uh, two. It was a Sonic and a Mario. Okay. Whoa. And the guy actually has both of them. He's a Mario collector. And you're, and you're only okay. Is he holding on to the Mario one? He, no, I'm, I want the Sonic one. That's what I'm getting. You're gonna leave Mario there. <laughs> I'm leaving. Mario. Well, the guy, the guy, the guy. Well, I'm not doing a deal with him. Um, so that's how the story started with me initially getting the lead on this. And then the guy who put me in contact with him, um, he actually has one of the Sonic statues as well. So these statues were used in Best Buys. Yeah. During oh, the yeah, 1990s. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yes. That's what they came. So that's early to promote Sonic the Hedgehog. One. Yeah. Wow. Um, most of them don't exist. They are seven feet uh, tall, four feet wide, twelve inches deep. Um, they are made of fiberglass. <laughs> wow. Hold yeah. on. Keep it clean. Well, exactly. Because <laughs> well, no. Because nice I, I, I have. Because most people, when they go online, they see local pickup, and then they say, "Oh, well, I can't get that's too far away. You're too far." It's funny. In this day and age, people still don't know about courier service. There you go. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Wow. So uh, I gave the measurements to a courier uh, east coast, and it was uh, about four seventy-five to have a ship from Done. Texas to California. It's not that much. Done. It's not as bad. Five thousand dollars statue. Well, this thing. Is, nobody's yeah. gonna. Nobody's gonna drop five. Five yeah. k on that thing. That's why it's been sent <laughs> for as long as it's been sent. Uh, <laughs> nevertheless, um, I would say probably about a week and a half, almost two weeks ago. Uh, I came across a mid '90s Tails statue. Oh, yeah, not the derpy looking one, the good looking <laughs> one. And uh, it was quietly sitting at, I want to say like maybe 500 for quite a while. And then the final day of the auction, me and my arrogant self I was like, "Oh, this thing isn't going to go past 800. I'll just put in a bit of 12." That thing shot up to 2,029 in like the last minute. I'm like, well, I'm out. Guess I'm not getting that one. (laughs) I wasn't getting that one. (laughs) But uh, lo and behold, after doing that, eBay sends you this little uh, notification that says, 
hey, we have something else you might be interested in. Yeah. And guess what it was? Another tail statue? Uh, no, I wish. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a seven-foot Sonic. Oh, that okay. One, it, yeah. oh, gotcha. it, it popped up, but it was not on my, uh, for some reason, didn't pop up in my alerts. I don't wow. know why it was. Interesting. Wow. So it's weird. Uh, I searched it, and it sat, It's that one sat at it's been 500. Up there for a bit. Yeah. It sat at 500. Yeah. And then within by the time it ended on the following Sunday, I had got it for a little over 12. All right. So that Sonic, wow. I was hoping to have it here in time for this. Um, I was talking photo ops with it. You know, no, right. well, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll That's that. That means we have to come back and. Uh, yeah, when, when's it going to arrive? What's the date? So the thing is, it's scheduled to hit the uh, Northern California terminal on the twenty first. Right. After that, I'll arrange a delivery and it'll be brought over here, and then we're going to have it uh, professionally mounted into the lobby. Wow. So, nice. people, so people can come by and do photo ops with it. That's cool. so cool. AFK yeah. XP. Come well, on down. that was completely yeah. random. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's cool. Uh, thank you, Rudy, yeah. for sharing. Absolutely. That's so cool. And that's why I love this segment. That's my favorite segment of the show. <laughs> you get stuff like that. Yeah. I, just, I love it. I, well, just ran, I ran across it, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty neat. And then Rudy's like, I have a story. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have uh, another one, and I'm looking around. Is there anybody else that's going <laughs> to say that they bought what we're about to talk about next? So, yeah, there's actually more crazy collectible stuff for Sonic. So, in 2001, Sonic held a 10th anniversary Sonic birthday event. Did you know about this, Rudy, before? Mm, no? Not um, really. So, they gave away a bunch of special items, including a Sonic Zippo lighter and a Sonic wine glass. Because when you think <laughs> Sonic, immediately you, you want to get drunk. Yeah, right. Looking at this bonus level. With the staring at a lighter. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's, yeah, these items are kind of crazy. But uh, that same year, Sega also sold... A sonic statue, much smaller than the one you're talking about. Mm. Uh, a silver ring and an etched cube. Now, these 10th anniversary items, like the big statue, they become sought after by sonic collectors. Now, I'm not sure what these are actually selling for, because you know how eBay goes. But on a quick search on eBay, it turned up the wine glass listed for $1,000, the silver ring for $900, <coughs> the crystal cube for $750. Um, and so even if they're not selling for that much, it's still... a pretty you know penny to pay for like that whole set because somebody out there is going to want all of them so maybe that you know cost you what well, 2500 bucks appara- maybe apparently we should hang out with rudy and uh, yeah. know some people uh, that's yeah, right yeah, I, rolling I, those circles i would know. not advise that wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that is a crazy collectible rudy. thank you congratulations yeah. dude. thanks thank for you. congrats on your uh, thank you. your win thank you. that's pretty I, awesome. I do this for the community <laughs> thank you so if you want your picture taken with the seven-foot uh, Sonic statue, come or on me. down next month in about yeah. ten days, yeah. and it'll be here in Campbell, California. <laughs> Rudy's about seven feet tall, so it'll be about know, right. Yeah, yeah, just uh, horizontally. <laughs> <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> All right, now it's time for our retro game giveaway. Ooh, that's right. So we got our copy, Rudy. You got an extra copy of Sonic? Yes, yeah. All, All right. right cool. So we've got two original copies of Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. We're going to give one copy away to a lucky person in the room, and one will go to our online one of our online listeners. Let's start with the online listener, okay. Zach. Who's getting our first copy of Sonic? All right. Well, our first winner is Brian, aka Sin Spaces. Yeah. Now, Brian's a huge Sega fan, and honestly, I don't know if he really needs a copy of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> but right. we really wanted to say thank you to Brian for supporting the podcast. He works really hard to keep the retro gaming community alive. He puts out some amazing content, videos, and all that. Um, everyone needs to check out. Thank you, sir. Uh, needs to check out at SinSpaces on Twitter, youtube.com slash SinSpaces. Uh, Brian, you got yourself a copy of Sonic in a case signed by the Retro Game Guys. Yeehaw. So congratulations, sir. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Congrats, Brian. Okay, now let's move on to picking our next winner from someone here in the room, but not you, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry already <laughs> got something last time. Jerry. <laughs> I I guarantee you I'm gonna pull out his number first. Jerry's got a mustache this time. He's yeah. like, well, he's Jerry, like, oh, who? Oh, I don't know Jerry. what you're talking about. My name is Geraldo. <laughs> Give it a good shake. 
What's Jerry backwards? All right, all right. Shaking the glass with the tickets in Yerge? it. Yerge. <laughs> I'm your edge. All right, we have a we have a coupon here. All right, we check go. your tickets, guys. Right. Get them out. Check your tickets. Uh, our winner is seven zero six. Six three zero. All right, hey, not right. Jerry. Not Yay. Jerry. Come on up. Come on up. <laughs> not cheap seats though. I either. think the next time we do this, whoever sits next Watch to Jerry is going to win. Have a seat here. Don't you have a seat in the hot seat? Yeah. It's still pretty warm. <laughs> yeah. You don't have right. a seven-foot Sonic statue, do you? <laughs> no. I don't. No. All right. And what's your name? My name's Nima. I'm actually uh, one oh, of the Nima. Who did the did the tweets on the yeah yeah yeah. Congratulations! Nice. Well, here's your Sonic. All Thank right. you very much. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I saw you your, your profile. You you do a little bit of VR, do you not? Yeah, I've been in uh, VR for like seven years. That's All right. Awesome. Nice. Does it look like this? <laughs> look at this nightmare, right? <laughs> That's nightmare exactly fuel. what it looks like. Actually, oh there is a funny thing that came out one time. There's this game. It's a fan game called My Neighbor Sonic. Okay. Or no, My Roommate Sonic. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, there's this whole thing. It's it's very uncomfortable, but you can use it. <laughs> <laughs> One of the original Oculus Rift dev kits, and uh, it's three different mini games. They're all very bizarre. They're like super weird. Okay. But the weirdest one, you're sitting on a couch with Sonic, and you guys are both watching TV, and you look over at him, and he starts what? to lean in to kiss you. <laughs> and, oh my god! And then his Awkward. his like one giant eye turns into like a gaping hole <laughs> and sucks you into it. Oh my god! In VR, this is super disorienting. I'm and a just, fan of that. This I will play that game. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. This is 100% a real thing. Like, you guys need to look, <laughs> Let's up, go. Oh, look up uh, playthroughs. It's That's disturbing. I'm in. Well, well, thank you for joining <laughs> us, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm now having nightmares. Right, congratulations. Thank you, guys. Great show. <laughs> this congratulations. Is, this, is a, this is a, a wonderful <laughs> segment. This yeah. just keeps getting better. I, <laughs> I, think, I, think we're, uh, I think we're moving on quickly from the gaping hole that is Sonic. Did Sonic have those teeth, by the way, when Uni sucked you in? <laughs> oh, scary. Right. All right, guys. Uh, wrap it up here. Getting to the end here. Now it's time to talk about what game we are playing for our next episode. Zach, want to share what's next? Sure thing. Uh, Jeopardy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so uh, earlier we talked about the 16-bit war, yeah, right? Yeah. And now Sonic helps Sega get the leg up on Nintendo uh, for a couple of years. Well, next we're going to play the game that helped Nintendo spring back. Oh, okay. And oh, eventually right. win that 16-bit war. That's right. We're going to go back for more monkey business. Yeah. Yay. We're going to be playing Donkey Kong Country. All right. came out in 1994. Any fans of Donkey Kong Country? Yeah. 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 yeah all right. That's one of yeah. three SNES games I own, so yeah. there you go. Now, we did play the 1981 Donkey Kong, like the original game, the arcade game a few episodes ago, but this is a completely different game. Platformer uses 3D rendered graphics. And that really bridged the gap between you know, the 16-bit uh, era and what was to come next. Um, and it's going to be really fun for us to do a comparison. Kind of and I'm, gonna, I'm already betting on the fact that this guy right here is going to be like, I've never this played is, it. This is a great. Whoa. I've never played it. Because by, right. that, by that time, I was already avid again. Oh, that's right. You were growing up. I forgot. I was growed up. You are all growing up. <laughs> yeah, he moved on to comic books today. <laughs> let's, not, let's, not, let's not get ahead of yeah, ourselves right. here. <laughs> yeah, I moved on to comic books. All right, guys. Uh, that's just going to be super interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I've never, that's a game I've never played either. Well, hot, the, the hot seat is the star of this episode, I think. You have, yeah, you have another chance yeah. to beat this it's guy. It's a platformer. Of, it's not happening. One of the three Nintendo games you own. So, I mean, it's come on. It's not happening. It's a hard game. All right. Put it, in some time, buddy. Put, hard driving. Put it, you're letting us all down. NBA Jam, maybe, but no, dude, not right. a platformer. Just saying. All right, guys. Let's wrap up with a recap of this week's Sonic the Hedgehog rankings. I'm last. You're second. All right. Zach, Zach won. Great. All right. High five. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, no. Zach blew <laughs> us all away. <laughs> like, there's seven zones, and I got through one. You got 
into after two. That, after that Twitter post, I was like, all right, I'm not going to No, they, I know. He's seriously like, not that I would have beaten the game, but that just completely took. It's don't so, ever send this your score out before. I had the best on the game It's so lonely because like, Why don't you guys watch my hour and a half playthrough where <laughs> yeah. I destroyed the game? Well, what happens if I want to talk about those later levels? It's so lonely. No, no one's here to talk about oh, those. Shush. Where's the golden all god? Right. Maybe you guys could cuddle, spoon each other. <laughs> but hot seat's closed. <laughs> he, can, he can show you how to actually beat Sonic, uh, Street Fighter 2. Hey. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, guys. That's all the time we have for our Sonic the Hedgehog episode. Thank you again to everyone here in the room and uh, everyone listening. Uh, and to our special guests, Sega Master Tim and Rudy from the Retro Fix. Double time on that oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to our partners here at uh, AFK XP and Level Up and the Prune Yard Cinemas. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed this podcast, and it makes you want to maybe go see the Sonic, Sonic movie. movie. Yeah. Think? yeah, who's with me? Yeah. All right. For the retro game guys, Zach and Alex, I'm Dustin saying game on. Until next time, friends. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.